You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Woodhouse offers confidence as your trusted auto partner. With 18 brands and 16 convenient full-service dealerships, you can easily shop the latest models, discover a pre-owned vehicle that meets your list of must-haves, or conveniently maintain your current vehicle. And our knowledgeable and local team is ready to help. Providing you the solutions to get you on the road faster, whether online at woodhouse.com or in person. Experience the difference with Woodhouse, a trusted auto partner since 1975. You really only need three key elements to be successful in online business. Awareness, consideration, and decision. Now, I know that sounds crazy. I'm just giving you words. But in this video, I'm going to explain exactly what those elements mean and how to execute them for your business. What's up, people? I'm Coach Chris, and in today's video, I want to explain to you the three main elements I've used to have a successful online business for years now. And these elements are actually really, really easy to execute and put together. They flow super easily. Like, it's not really that difficult. So as I said in the beginning, there are three main elements and we got to start with awareness because awareness is attention. If people do not know who you are, then you will not be able to make money. How do you sell to somebody if they don't know who you are? Like, how do you get them on your mailing list? How do you get them to your sales page? How do you get them on the phone? You can't, they have to know who you are. Attention is first. Now I want to say this too. Attention as in having a lot of followers, that's attention. I will say, I'll give you that. That's attention. But what you need is the right attention. That's what's important. Attention from your ideal customers. Just having 20,000 followers doesn't mean anything if none of them would buy a product from you. That's pretty useless, right? So we focus on attention from the right people. And I want to explain how you get attention from the right people. The best way to get consistent attention from your ideal customers is using content but you gotta find out what content they like. For example, one of my favorite comedians, Kev on stage, I do have the Kev on stage app as well, paying for that, shout out to him. Kev is really good at Instagram videos. He does, he's been doing for the longest time, one minute videos where it's just his face on one side and then the video on the other side. It could even be pictures, it's memes or something. If something goes viral, he gives his perspective on it as a comedian. And he's really good at it and very consistent. I'll say that too, because he's been doing it for a long time. Anything that goes viral, you can pretty much go to his page and look for his response. And that works for him. That's what I call a content pillar where you have one style of content that you do consistently that people can rely on you. Like they know, they just know as soon as something happens, Oh, I got to see what Kev said about this. That's exactly what you want. You want to have a content pillar like that. Now, another content pillar is a YouTube channel because YouTube is so broad reaching and everybody uses it. It's once you get traction on YouTube, it's really easy to keep growing and just build your audience. You have one really good video, it's easy to build a massive audience off of that because the algorithm is gonna show you more and more. And that brings me to the whole too much content thing. The reality is there's no such thing. It just doesn't exist. 
because if your content is doing well, the algorithm shows us to more people and the people that like it are going to continue to consume it. The people that don't like your content, the people who you are annoying with your everyday releases are just going to stop consuming your content, but the algorithm is still going to show it to other people that like it. So it's really this perfect way of eliminating the people that don't want you and focusing on the people that do want you. It's the best thing in the world, right? So don't ever think I'm putting out too much content. I'm doing too much. No, that's a good thing because the more content you put out, the more chances you give your ideal prospect to raise their hand. So you have to be consistent with your content flow. If you want to get that attention again, you want to get the attention from the right people. You got to be consistent with that content flow. One of my favorite business YouTube channels is slide Bean. They put out amazing content, um, just amazing business breakdowns. They talk about startups. It's one of my favorite YouTube channels and they have literally explained in a video how much it helps their business. So if you have a business and you use YouTube as a content pillar, then it could be really beneficial in the long run. You might not get any major results in the first 90 days, but if you keep working at it, I'm pretty sure you'll get some amazing, amazing results. Same with podcasting. As you know, if you know me, I own Gorilla Podcasting. I do a ton of speaking. I have podcast software now. Like podcasting is my life. That is a content pillar because I've used podcast episodes for years to attract prospects and get them to know who I am. The stories I tell on my show, I can easily just send it to somebody and they can find out everything they need to know about me before our sales call. So content pillars are an amazing way to build that brand awareness, get the attraction and the attention of the right people. All right, now level two is consideration. This is where you make the prospects consider buying from you, not from anybody else, from you. And this part to me, just in my humble opinion, I believe is the easiest stage because of the system I use. The main thing you need to do here is present your value propositions. Why should they buy from you and not the next person? Your value propositions are things that you do differently or results you might get them that nobody else can. For Gorilla Podcasting, our value proposition is we can help you monetize your show in multiple ways. We turn your episodes into dollars. Now, the average podcast production company is going to tell you we save you time. And but all of them say that I know because I've talked to all of these people and that's their value is they can help you save time, which is fine. We can help you save time, but we can help you make more money, which I know is more important to you. So that's a clear value proposition. Now, how do you communicate the value proposition? Because this is where, again, you have to communicate this message. If you just say we can do all these things for you, you're yelling at them they won't really believe you. So there are different strategies you have to use to communicate that message of value that you can deliver. One great strategy is breaking down one of your strategies that you use to get them their result. So in one of my videos, I talked about Gorilla Podcasting, exactly what it is and what makes it so different from just hosting a podcast. We do everything in podcasting different than other shows. We do everything in podcasting different from other production companies. The episodes we produce, how we edit, how we market the shows, and even how we monetize. Everything is different with Gorilla Podcasting. And then in my video, I actually break that down. I use videos to show that value proposition. Another great way you can display the value proposition is using blog posts. Blog posts work, eBooks work. The main thing you want to do is communicate what it is you do that's different 
how you do it and the result they get. Let me explain that again. The main way to communicate your value proposition to the prospect is explaining what you do, how you do it differently and the result they get. If I just told you I could help you monetize your show, you'd be like, all right, well, okay. I heard a lot of people say that. Now, when I tell you I help you monetize and what we do is we show you how to create multiple income streams, whether you're a business podcaster or entertainment host, and the results you're gonna get is more money and more freedom. Now you kind of, income streams as a podcaster, it's different because again, it's something only we do. That's the main thing you gotta take home with this, with the value proposition. Do something that's different. And I learned this from one of my favorite books, The Blue Ocean Strategy. The main thing you need to do in business is separate yourself from the entire market. You don't wanna be like everybody else. So I'm not even gonna tell you I can save you time. You've heard that enough. I can help you turn your episodes into dollars. That's one you haven't heard before. So create content that will display the actual value that you provide to your prospects. And another great way, I don't wanna leave this out, is emails. Emails are great, I love using this because you can automate them, number one. And number two, you can use your great contents as well. Like somebody might get on your list or whatever from some free download or something, or if you're speaking at an event, they can just pop up on your list and they just sneak their way in. The great value of this is if you have the email processes set up, you can still provide them with a nice consideration stage where you show them, here's the value we provide, here's how we do it, and here's the results you get. And when you do it that way, the last step of decision is extremely easy. And really your goal with this content, whether it's emails or if you're sending it to them personally through messages, your goal is to get them to want to buy before you even bring it up. Before we even get to decision, you want them to want to make that decision. That's the value. So I wanna explain what I mean by that. So there are multiple ways you can get a prospect ready to buy before they're actually at the decision stage, where you kinda of jump them ahead and you make them feel like, wow, I need this or I'm not gonna get this result. The first type is a case study. Now case studies are great because it's literally you taking somebody you've worked with and having them talk about how amazing your program is. And I like to do this in my own hybrid way where I'll still explain the program and what they're going through. If it's a coaching program or something, here's what the podcast cash flow blueprint looks like. And then here's somebody that's gone through it already and the results they got. Now, the, a lot of the questions are answered. They know what it is. They know how it works. They know the result they get and they've seen somebody else with the result. So my version of a case study, I know it's different. It works very well because now everything is answered. You don't even have any more questions. You're just like, wow, how can I get to this result they did? What's the price? That's one great way. Now, another great way, and this is something that a lot of software companies do, is a demo or a free trial. Those work really well because during a free trial stage, you get to go and test it out and see what it's like. You get to play with it a little bit and then you know if you wanna buy it or not. And most people at the end of their free trial, they're like, wow, I gotta make a decision. I, I need this, especially if you've actually used it. So that's just an example outside of, you know, the smaller business realm and more in software. That's exactly what you're doing, which leads me to my last strategy, which is a strategy session. Now, strategy sessions work really well. A lot of coaches do this because when you get on the phone with somebody and you're having a conversation with them, it's a great way, an amazing way for you to position yourself 
as the answer to all of their problems. Let's say they have three main questions they want to ask you during a call and they ask you, you answer them. Sometimes you have people that take advantage of that and they just disappear and they don't want to buy anything yet because they just can't afford it. But most of the time, I would say 95% of the time for me, those people are like, wow, you helped me with all of these problems. What about this whole other list of problems we didn't even get to? That's when it's easier to sell. So again, before you get to decision, you want them to be considering you already. That's what consideration is about. That's why the value is so important. And the last thing I want to say on this, don't be one of those people that's like scared. I think there are too many people who are dead set against actually providing value because they're scared they're not going to get the sale or something like it's this limiting belief that if i help them too much they're not going to pay me and you don't it's like the devil and the angel on your shoulder but if i help them the right way then i'm going to make good money no but if you help them too much you're not gonna make any money right and so i'm, I'm here to tell you personally from my experience even the people that don't pay then right after a session they always come back because at this point, you've proven to them your greatness. You've proven to them that you know how to do what you do, that you can provide them with that result, and you showed them your teaching style. So if you get on the phone with somebody and they are hesitating to buy, don't panic, don't worry about it. Usually those people come right back, I promise you. Now when we get to the decision stage, it's about how do you process that prospect? How do you take them from okay, I want to pay you, I'm here, I want to work with you, to actually being a customer, a client. What's your process? I will say for me, there are two main processes that I use that make me the most money, that make my life as a business owner the easiest. Now, before I even get to it, there are other options, I know. I'm telling you what I personally do and what has worked for me. There are other things that might work, sure, I'm only telling you what I've done and what works for me personally. So you can maybe take some of it and do it yourself. One good strategy is the sales page. Sales page work very well for products that are priced under 500 bucks. Now, some people might sell products over a thousand dollars on the sales page. For me, if I'm selling anything over 500, I would prefer to be on the phone with that person. Cause I know that those kind of people that are spending more money, I want to make sure I'm working with somebody that I like, that I want to work with. Some people have paid me thousands of dollars and they've been a headache to work with. Just absolutely terrible. And if I would have talked to them before them paying me, I would have said no because it just doesn't work. And I prefer to say no to people instead of just taking their money. Because if I don't like you, we're not going to work long term. It's not going to happen. So with sales pages, copy is extremely important. You got to have an amazing, amazing breakdown of what the program is, what they get, um, the benefits, tangible or measurable. I talk about that a lot. Um, and you got to really, really explain that stuff and break it down on that sales page. Because if this is all they see before they buy, you got to make sure it's tight on point, no typos and all that stuff. You got to make sure the headers are the right colors and sizes and all of that. It's a lot that goes in the copy and especially copy on the sales page. You have to really, really think about what you're doing here. Again, they, they're not talking to you, so you can't correct these mistakes. You can go back and change the page, but let's say on your test week, you have a thousand people see the sales page in three days. You can't go back to those 1000 people and show them the updated sales page after you add some more copy. So be really conscious of that. Also, one thing you definitely need is testimonials. Now, because of the online business world and a lot of people have done scams, testimonials have to be video now. 
And even then people still question them. That's just where we are because so many people have paid for testimonials. Um, I've seen celebrities be paid a hundred bucks. Like people that are millionaires, they will accept a hundred dollars to say they love a product they've never seen or heard of. It's terrifying. And so testimonials, people still want them, but the reality is they're just not as valuable as they used to be. That's just the reality. And another one you need, and this is so important. Oh my God, this is so important. You need to pixel the page with your Facebook pixel because once you get a certain amount of traffic there, you can retarget those people that visited the sales page and did not buy. Oh my God, that's one of the most profitable things you can ever learn is how to pixel a page so then you can retarget people to buy from you. Honestly, the people you retarget from your sales page on Facebook or Instagram, those people should end up in states, those people should end up in strategy too, which is a sales call. I personally love sales calls. I love it because I get to talk to the prospect before they buy my product. One good thing about a sales call is you get to really probe and see where they are in their journey. I get to be very clear on what they qualify for. Now, if this is a beginner podcaster, I might sell them the beginner course, but if they're qualified in the business area, then they could work with me one-on-one. But for the average beginner podcaster, they only qualify for the course. Now, some people are exceptions. You know, if they're a business owner that's bringing in six figures a year, they can pay for the one-on-one. They can probably afford it and they qualify to do the work. Now, another thing that I do, this is one of my favorite things I learned over time is I send a training about myself and my company before the sales call. As soon as somebody books a call with me, they get an automated email saying, Hey, you got your call scheduled with coach Chris looking forward to it. Here's a time date, zoom room link, all of that. But they also get a link to another video, which is a training on five steps to monetize your podcast. Having that training is amazing because it doesn't just teach them the monetization things, which everybody wants to know. It also teaches them about me and my business. One thing I hated when I first started my online business is I spent a lot of my conversations with people who weren't qualified to talk to me on the phone. Number one, number two, answering the same exact questions. And when I say the same, I mean, word for word, how long have you been podcasting? How many shows have you produced? How much money have you made? The same exact thing over and over and over again. So if you answer that in a training and then automate, so if you answer that in a training and then you automatically send it to the prospect before the call, helps you in two ways. Number one, you answer all their questions. Like before they ask the crazy basic questions, you answer them. But number two, and probably the most important is you get to see what kind of prospect you're working with. If the person can't watch a 20 minute video before a call, that's not somebody I personally want to work with. Like that's probably not even the kind of person that's going to want to spend the money that it costs to work with me one-on-one anyways. So that video does a lot to kind of filter out a lot of the BS. If you make it to that level past the video to where we're actually on the phone, you followed a lot of steps correctly and you probably do qualify to work with me. And the last thing on sales is you notice how I keep saying qualify. That's what you need to do. If somebody wants to work with you, whether it's more time and attention, if they need more strategies and need more focus work, they need to qualify to work with you. Don't just say yes to everybody because they want you. That's not the way to go. That's honestly the most unhealthy way to do it because then you end up working with a lot of people who are just, When I say annoying and frustrating, that doesn't really even capture 
the essence of what I mean. Like I've dealt with a lot of clients that are just headaches. And when I say, I mean the worst people to talk to, to deal with, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. That's a very important thing to understand for your sales calls is prep your prospects before the conversation. All right. So for a quick recap, first, you got to get the right attention from the right people. That is very important. I'm working with podcasters. I don't want to get the attention of surgeons or lawyers or makeup artists. That's not who I'm focused on. Only people that host a podcast. That's who I want attention from. Make sure you're getting the right attention from the right people. Number two, you got to create content to educate your audience, educate them about the industry you're in and all of that stuff, but also about your company and the product that you're selling. Answer their questions before they ask. They'll be more than ready to buy from you. And lastly, number three, you have to sell correctly. If your product is priced really high, if it's high ticket, understand you're going to have to have sales calls. If your product is priced lower, make sure you have an amazing sales page. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. It means a lot to me. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you subscribe to the Gorilla Podcasting Show and check out the Personal Branding Playbook. If you do want to podcast or if you host a show, I'll put a link in the description below so you get access to that. It's completely free. I'm just here to provide value to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you next time. And until then, your greatness awaits. Únese al equipo de BD en Columbus, Nebraska. Estamos contratando para múltiples posiciones con elegibilidad de bonos de inicio de trabajo. Nuestro plan de beneficios integral comienza para todos los empleados en su primer día, incluyendo los planes de seguro de bajo o ningún costo para algunas posiciones, las oportunidades de crecimiento de la carrera y más. BD está hecho para lo que viene en la salud y su carrera. Solicite hoy en jobs.bd.com. Jobs.bd.com. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.